Hey everyone, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. This is episode 56. Today is Thursday, June 15th. I'm meteorologist Jeff Orgeron, joined by Camilla Ortiz. Hey, Camilla. Hello. And Chief Meteorologist Mark Nelson. Hey, Mark. Good afternoon, folks. So last week, it was just the two of us. Camilla, you were, I believe, out of town. Uh, what were you up to out? Uh, I think you were in Colorado. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. So, well, we're in the throes of racing season, but we're also in the throes of wedding season. And mm. as Mark is very aware, because he does the schedule, we have so many weddings this summer. I don't know what's going on. Um, so we were in Grand Junction, Colorado for a good friend's wedding, but, you know, snuck some training in as well. Yeah, I saw some photos and I was like, is she running a marathon and going to a wedding? Like, what's the deal? No, I there's some beautiful national parks in that area. So I rode up to uh, Colorado National Monument. Really cool, like gradual climb. And then you get these like stunning views of the valley, mm. cool rock formations, tunnels. So uh, that That's was like a, 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 a long ride that I did. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we are, so it's the middle part of June and... I think we had one kind of wet day uh, earlier this week. Actually, it was last it a weekend. Friday. It was last, last Friday, it was, remember? It, it was the ninth, wasn't it? I just Mars, this is this is that short term memory wrong. loss, short term memory loss of weather uh, patterns, you know, and weather information we talked about the past couple of weeks on our podcast. Yeah, wait, yeah. wait till you're fifty four, it'll be a little medium term memory loss as well. <laughs> right. Right. So yeah. yeah, we did get a little bit of rain in the month of June. But, uh, Mark, you created a fancy little graphic a week or so ago showing right. uh, mid-May to mid-June, which tends to be kind of the transition out of the wet season and into summer-like weather. But you were kind of tracking um, rainfall and the driest stretches yeah. that we've seen between mid-May and mid-June. So um, – and I think we just ended that that stretch that you were today. describing. Well, well, Jeff, that's assuming. Let's not put the cart right. the cart ahead of the horse, right? Oh, um, old saying. But um, nine hundredths of an inch. If ending, this is from May sixteenth, so mid May to mid June. So today is the fifteenth, right? Yeah. So it has to make it to midnight. Now, looking at the sky overhead, I'm pretty sure we won't get rain before midnight. But technically, yeah. So nine hundredths of an inch in that whole month. And the driest mid-May to mid-June we've ever had, the uh, the second driest is, well, this will be the driest. The second driest now is, uh, was, is, sorry, is 12 hundredths of an inch back in 1975. And there are quite a, several years in there where we had like a quarter inch or less, like in 1966, 1992, 1940. But um, yeah, this will technically be the driest mid-May to mid-June we've ever seen here in Portland since the weather record started in 1940. And is that the reason so that you dry. chose that? Is that the reason you chose that time period? Because it is kind of like it kind of marks I, our transition out of the wet season. No, I chose that because I went back to where I think we had three hundredths of an inch or something. Uh, I wanted to go back to where we had uh, the last rain. Okay. Well, I think and, we had. Well, yeah, because we went from May May fifteenth, I think, or sixteenth, all the way until last Friday with no rain, and then we had the nine hundredths. Which yeah. so it was like what twenty eight? That'd be twenty eight dry days in there including today uh well I oh have, yeah total you mean yeah. uh, yes not counting weeks, that because yeah. that one frame, of those yeah. days wasn't that 900 oh so camilla's already she's already into the monthly summaries the what is it the f6 um the i think that's how they code it but the is that what you're looking at the month may and june yeah i mean i was i just updated that graphic that you put together oh, yesterday and so i was yeah. counting yes should be 900 was actually point oh, there was a point oh one and there was a point yep. oh eight the next day because right. it started before yep. midnight right. yep. yeah um, yeah. which isn't but much really of a dry. soaker. Yeah. yeah. It, it, uh, 
but just in the woods outside home and all my my flower beds where I put no water in, it's like, oh, it's like dry like July right now. So I've been suddenly watering a lot more stuff. I mean, the stuff that I usually would wait two weeks after no rain, it's like, oh, I better be watering. Just, I've got to get it through to what's coming up here. And, and on that note, I mean, uh, on the last podcast, last Thursday, we were talking about some small brush fires that were, had been breaking out locally west of the Cascades. Mm-hmm. Past couple of days. So again, we're recording this Thursday, June 15th. So Tuesday and Wednesday, we had quite the pressure gradient through the gorge and um, oh, that yeah. created quite quite the westerly wind. I mean, uh, from the Dalles out to Pendleton across the Columbia River Basin, we were getting consistent gusts for a 36 to 48 hour period in the 40 to 50 mile per hour range, um, which is, I mean, you can you can talk how unusual that is this time of year, Mark. Relatively yeah. unusual. Well, gust um, in that area, gust you know twenty to thirty to thirty-five, not a you know pretty common. I mean, there's a reason right. if you if you go out to Hood River and then Mosier specifically, like if you look on the freeway between Hood River and the Dalles there, and some of those Douglas firs that are probably like just twenty years old. I mean, they are totally flagged one direction. There's nothing on the west side because the summertime west wind constantly blows. But this was extra strong. Yeah, those gusts yeah. around fifty. And that's uh, bad for fires, right? Well, and so we had a few fires break out. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah. one in particular broke out in the Dalles and unfortunately led to some damage. I know, um, I mean, there were multiple structures that were right. that were burned. And um, yeah. we, we had a live reporter out there this morning covering the damage. Luckily, it looked like the firefighters put that thing out pretty quickly because there were not any active flames this morning. That's one uh, thing I noticed about those fires as opposed to those rangeland. I know it's not really rangeland, but where it's just grassland and uh, brush or, you know, sagebrush. Uh, those like, it's like, man, they move fast. You can get a thousand acres in 20 minutes. But then once the wind calms down at night or if, you know, it just dies down at night, more humidity, I notice they die out quickly. It's pretty rare that those last more than a day or so. Like the Hermiston, was it called the Hat Point fire out there in Hermiston? Mm. I had the boss email me yesterday and he said, Hey, should we send somebody out there? And I said, I can't see anything. There's no smoke on satellite, which tells me it's pretty much done. And I think that one way out there, I think, was that 10,000 acres or something like that? Yeah, over, one, I, I saw a map and it showed residence, <laughs> residence, building. And there were like at most three residences, even within the evacuation area. So that was a pretty remote area. Yeah. I was also looking for hot spots early this morning before the sun rose and didn't see much. And then when the sun did rise, didn't see much smoke. Um, so much different than like a forest fire, you know, um, yeah. which are difficult to access. And um, oftentimes in, in previous history have started from lightning strikes. Um, so, you know, it is still very dry out there, but at the same time, we have an interesting pattern setting up this weekend. And I, kind of yeah. want to get into that forecast because Let's it is it. going to be it's father's day weekend and i know camilla i can tell you're in the weather center you've probably been looking at the forecast a little bit mm-hmm. um i know both mark and i have been looking at it for the past few days or so and um so there's next couple of days so this afternoon friday pretty darn nice yeah. uh temperatures mm-hmm. in the 70s dry clouds will start to build in it looks like friday afternoon and then heading into saturday um saturday Guys, could you agree that we'll probably catch some spotty drizzle or something, you know, maybe in the foothills where Mark lives? Camilla, do you know why I'm laughing? Because both of no. us kind of walked in the door and um, we haven't really made the forecast yet, Jeff. Oh, you know more than us. You know what, though, Mark? We just got it here at the top of the noggin. Right. It's fine. I, I think Jeff was at, well, I had yesterday off. Wait, hold on well. a sec. Mark's acting like he doesn't wake up in the morning in yeah. Corbett with his coffee and doesn't open up his computer and look at the models first yeah, thing in the morning. Yeah, call him out. Okay, yeah. confession, confession time, folks. 
I had my coffee and I opened up, I had to use a laptop for something else. Sometimes it's just the phone if I'm in a hurry. And I did look at the Wharf GFS from the UW. I looked at the precip because I want to know if it was going to shower Saturday uh-huh. morning. So, yes, I was feigning some ignorance about Saturday. Yeah, okay, maybe some drizzle up against the West Slopes. Like, we haven't looked at the forecast yet. But Are you right, kidding now that me? I think, wait, now that I think about it, I did look and I did notice it. Yeah, the, oh the first real showers God. arrive like around sunrise Sunday, don't they? Yeah, that's what it's looking oh. like. But, okay, I, I retract that statement from earlier. I guess I did know what was going on, but I didn't notice what the cloud cover looked like on Saturday. That I didn't. See. You like, deserve oh, to be I'm, called out once in a I'm while. I'm too cool. I'm too cool. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> right, right, right. Is has, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, that's right. If he's not setting up a pool or finding Shopping new down ducks, trees. <laughs> no. Mark apparently made a road trip down to like oh, yeah. Eugene to pick up some new ducks. Am I correct in that? What? Statement? Yeah, Camilla, you haven't heard it. We'll talk about. Well, yeah, we just got well, to these cutest little pair of ducks. Oh my gosh! <gasps> but yeah, it, we'll, so I'll just, if, next next podcast maybe pictures. Yeah, if that'd be great. yeah, we like can worry group. about the pictures later. We might have to talk about this in a little while. But if Mark is not picking up ducks or setting up his pool, he is likely in a, that twelve hour period looked at the models again. So there's That's always right. going to yeah. be. Yeah, at yeah. least once to twice in a day that Mark looks at models. So, um, so don't act like you're not familiar with this this setup. But yeah, yeah Saturday, you, you know how it feels, don't you, Jeff? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you too, like, Jeff. Jeff you is busy. We know when he wakes up, right, Camilla, in the afternoons. Oh yeah, from his nap. When he starts texting like about models at like three p.m., it's like, oh, Jeff is up from his afternoon nap. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> checking the models again. That, that's a oh, fact. Man. Yeah, Camilla, do you want to be included on those texts? You know what? I'm good, but All right. you guys, you guys do your thing, you know. All right, okay. well, I just were, figured I'd ask. Okay, so Saturday could get a little drizzly in some foothill spots. I don't think it's going to be much in our, uh, you know, up and down the I five corridor, for instance. The bigger change arrives Sunday. Big upper level low, cool trough of low pressure dives in from the northwest right overhead. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So Father's Day, Juneteenth is Monday, and then Tuesday. That seems to be when we're going to get most of the action and. Um, it's going to be interesting for mid June to see those snow levels lower, which is not completely unusual. I just want to point that out. Um, oh, are we getting some, are we getting some computer model action here, Mark? We sure are for the folks. Can you see it now? Can you see my screen? It's it's loading. It's still buffering. But folks, for those of you that are just listening, you don't have access to it. Either you're watching it on YouTube or on Fox 12 now on Friday at 2 PM. Um, uh, we have the ability to show graphics now on our, on our podcast Ooh. we didn't used to. So we're going to have to describe it for the folks that are, that are just listening, Look which is quite a few that people. model agreement. Oh my. That's pretty good. So what we're seeing is this is the Euro, uh, European model, um, ensemble, the 24 hour rainfall in this case is rain, not snow. Um, uh, left side is now, I wish I could draw on this, but I cannot, I don't think left side is now right side is two weeks from now, each horizontal line in here is is uh, one one ensemble member like jeff says it's the trumpet player or it's the tuba player okay so you got this ensemble of models all right they, they each have slightly different initial conditions and what you're seeing there is uh like jeff said great agreement uh, that that these 24 hours let's see so it's uh, you know from sunday through about tuesday if it's ending if, if it's showing like wednesday afternoon ending that means 24 hours before that is probably the last time it rains so to me am i correct guys it looks like sunday monday tuesday that's like the guaranteed showery time mm-hmm. right yeah and i would say to really narrow it down sunday afternoon through tuesday morning i would okay, think sure. on that which yeah. you can't see on this one as well um okay. but then the other thing I, I i do notice this and um look at there's kind of a gap in there again mid to late next week into possibly that weekend, the 24th 
23rd, 24th, at least on this model. There, there aren't many members that are wet, but we'll see. And to clarify, since, you know, our rainfall the last month has been pretty pathetic, to say the least, uh, this is looking like decent showers, right? Our models, what were they saying this morning, Jeff? I was seeing like quarter inch to three quarters of an inch uh, when I was checking yesterday. I was actually getting more like a half an inch to three quarters of an inch. Okay. Um, I was actually looking at um, the GFS Ensemble as well, which was pumping oh. about a half an inch to half an inch to an inch up and down the I five corridor, and nice. I would, and I was assuming that That's you know more. those west yeah western facing slopes along the Cascades will probably get a little bit more thanks to some orographic lift. Um, so yeah, this could be a decent little soaking rain for a three day period. Yeah, but and I mean, I mean that's, that's good. Oh, no, go, ahead. go ahead, Camilla. No, go I was ahead. gonna say that's good stuff, right? For for mid need mid to late June, yeah. That'll I mean, that would get us that could get us a quarter to half of our typical June allotment, which is good. We need a good soaking. It delays exactly. fire season. I was gonna and say Jeff Jeff threw out a big term there, orographic. Now we know a lot of people <laughs> listening and watching are weather geeks like us, but some are not. Some are you know just regular normal people um, that just you know actually look at something else when they're getting their morning coffee. But I was going to say the orographic means related to mountains, orography, which is, that means like uh, geography, terrain, right? So it's not orthographic, which would be feet. No, that's orthopedic. And I'm going what's, to the orthodontist after this podcast. So there's oh, that's, that that's teeth. Oh, no, yeah. the donta is a, what's ortho mean? Ortho. Uh, Who took uh, Latin here? Camilla's Did anybody looking t- it up. We'll talk amongst Did ourselves. Camilla's looking it up. So anyway, orographic, when we say orographic, like we mean that the air is coming up against the mountains. And so it, you know, squeezes more moisture. I always use like the squeezing, like, like the sponge look thing. Um, so Camilla's got to confuse. Like, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what a- Ortho prefix meaning straight or erect is what I'm finding on the Google machine. Let's stick with Does straight. Does that make sense? Um, so that means, oh, ortho, oh yeah. Orthogonal to something means like if the flow runs, the westerly flow runs right into the mountains. Okay. So that'd be, or, but I don't know. We've gone way onto a tangent here, but either way, or, or, orographic flow is when the air runs into the mountains and it tends to be wettest on the west side of the mountains. Hmm. This has been a fun vocabulary Next lesson. Next subject. <laughs> so lowering snow levels. Uh, oh, that's right. This, yeah. Um, so what I find to be maybe the most interesting part about this forecast is uh, the uh, cooler air coming in is going to drop that snow level Starting Sunday, lasting through about Tuesday, it'll bounce back and forth. It looks like between about 4,000 to 5,000 feet. Our 850 millibar temperatures, which you hear us refer to a lot, which is the temperature at about 5,000 feet. We measure it in Celsius. It's going to be kind of hovering between about zero to three degrees. Um, And that generally translates to a snow level around four to 5,000 feet. 4,000 feet probably in the coolest times of the day earlier in the pattern. And then up to 5,000 feet during the afternoons. And the sun, the sunshine is super strong. We're right, right around the summer solstice. Yeah. Yeah. So if if snow is falling, let's say at just above government camp, uh, at any time during the day, it's going to have a very difficult, difficult time sticking, even with cloudy skies. Would you agree, Mark? It'll be on the trees. Yeah. There's no way during the daytime you get sticking snow, even, even at Timberline Lodge, you're not going to get sticking snow, um, during the daytime this time of the year. Um, so Will Willamette Pass and Santan Pass are closer to five thousand feet. Government Camp is, you know, just below four thousand feet. So we're not concerned about sticking snow on the passes, right. but I think it's going to be, you know, we're thinking about p- folks that are going to be in the higher terrain this weekend. Camping, camping in June, yeah, hiking, mm-hmm. 
snowboarding and skiing at Timberline Lodge, perhaps, um, because they still have some runs open going on up at the Palmer Snowfield. Um, there will you know be what the, some... bad part, the bad part about that is they often close during these types of events because there's no visibility up there or it's too stormy. Oh, because it's up high God, because of yeah. summertime, but then they actually have to close during the snow event because you can't see anything or, or okay. it's just too stormy up there. There's um, Mark bringing the, the bad news. Bad news. Just trying to be negative. Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer. Uh, the next day it'll be great snow, I suppose. Maybe, right? You get fresh snow for the next day. That's yeah, good. Uh, side note with Debbie Downer, I have had some bad uh, comments come in, emails from anybody named Debbie. Be very careful, Mark, using Debbie Downer. Ooh. Just saying. Oh, Just really? Say, yes. Oh, it's I a, didn't know that. Those Debbies out there, including, including Deb Gill, don't appreciate it, Mark. <laughs> well, hey. well, at least she's not Karen. Then she'd have lots to complain about. All right. We're, we're oh, veering oh, off again here. So okay. speaking of, wait, wait, speaking of comments, I was just getting the, I was just getting the forks today from, you know, from Goodwill and a very nice lady there. She said something like, I wish I had the exact quote. She said something like the camera just doesn't do you justice. Oh, and I said, wow. she was, you know, probably similar age to me. Um, and I, I'm trying not to get myself in trouble. So I said something like, Oh, I look that bad on camera just to be funny. And she's like, no, no, you look great in person. So it's like, oh, that was nice. A nice lady to say that. What but, a sweet um, comment. That's I had nice. a t-shirt on and no makeup and, you know, looking a little rough wow. around the edges. She said she'd see me tonight. On see TV. why you see why our podcast is fun compared to say our normal weather hits that last right. about three minutes in studio. We go from snow levels to these kind of comments from viewers, just like to, that. To goodwill interactions. We love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've got, uh, well, we're going to talk about it coming up, I think, but we're going to a weather conference next week. And one of our favorite viewers said, what were you thinking going to a weather conference in Phoenix in June? Not our choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, I guess it was our choice. We want to be at the weather conference, but we didn't yeah. choose the city. Um, right. Okay. Back to the snow levels. Okay. So, <laughs> so it, it is going to turn much cooler. And I think if you have any reason to head up into the higher terrain of the Cascades or even I would even say the blue and Wallawa mountains, there could be some action out there too. Um, I would be prepared for quite the change. Uh, What's funny is yesterday I really started talking about this on good day, Oregon and my Facebook memories brought me back to June 14th, 2020. And that picture of Timberline lodge with snow. It is not that unusual to have snow this time of year. You under the right circumstances, it can very much happen in the cascades and the higher terrain. Jeff, oh I was my just going to point out, there, believe it or not, I, I guess I forgot about all the things I did do over morning coffee because I remember I looked at the government camp snow like for June. Uh-huh. Right? So, but I did a bunch of things since then. So then things got pushed out. You know, the government camp snow stuff got pushed out. So basically, about other things. Mark did the entire forecast over his morning coffee, but then tried to pretend like he didn't even surprise, look at a single surprise. Well, I think yeah. the surprise, one surprise. issue of I had forgotten that I did that, took a bike ride, and did a bunch of other things. Okay, but I did mm-hmm. look up. That's right. Let me see. It was 2008 uh, in 2010, 2011, 2012. There was measurable snow in the month of June at government camp. Um, but it, neither none of those were more than three inches. Several of them mm. were like 0.2 or 0.1. And I remember June, I think it was June 10th of 2010 or June 12th of 2012, something like that. It actually snowed, fell and stuck during the daytime over a dead man's pass between Pendleton and LaGrand I-84, briefly covered. It was really a cold June that year, 2010. Dead man pass is, uh, is quite the pass, I mean, during the wintertime. So, and it's a little higher up as well. I believe it's closer to- 4,000, about four. I was thinking 5,000, but we'd have to double check that. Um, yeah. in any case, uh, things are going to be changing this weekend and, right. um, 
lost my train of thought, but we'll keep going with the forecast well, and maybe. What I'll about thunderstorms? About could could we see thunderstorms Sunday, Monday, or Tuesday? But Sunday or Monday, especially in this pattern, upper level low in June. It was looking I, like the Monday. Wasn't that high Sunday, but even I don't know. Yeah, Monday looks best when the low is right overhead, right? Right. When you see the yeah. close low, I did see that too. <laughs> I saw that as well. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I got to tell you, in May or June. When's the last time we had one of those overhead? Unless we get solid, you know, what we call stratiform rain, where it's just there's something just sitting overhead all day. But if we get sunbreaks in May or June, that cold of an air mass, we are going to have hail or thunder or both. So just yeah. be aware. There could be some downpours. So maybe some spots get an inch and a quarter of rain in, in those three days. Other spots only get a, a third of an inch. We'll see. It will destabilize there pretty quickly with any sunbreaks. Busy um, weather days for sure. Sunday and Monday. And then beyond uh, Tuesday, it, it does look like things are going to kind of even out again. Uh, back to the 70s, drier weather. Uh, Mark showed that gap in the ensembles if you're watching our podcast. Right. Um, so there's high confidence that mid to late week will dry out. And then things might get a little iffy heading into maybe next weekend. We might have another – there's po the possibility. I've seen a few model runs showing the possibility of another week low coming in from the west and maybe kicking up some action from the southwest. Um, which would be a thunderstorm, could be a thunderstorm situation again, right? Is it fair to say, yeah, I agree. Is it fair to say in the next 10 days, we don't see a heat wave? That's uh, very fair to say, yeah. I mean, it might and, get warm later next week, maybe, depending on which model you look at, but I, I don't see a heat wave set up in the next week and a half, which is today's the 15th, so I had 10 days, so through the 25th. I think that's a huge win um, yeah. because I think back to 2021, right after the summer solstice, we had our most mm -hmm. extreme heat on record. Do that must be that? the studio. Yeah, that yeah. must be in the studio. I Tell those directors to... to tune it down a little bit. They keep testing sounds and I'm like, oh, should I go turn the little you, thing yeah, down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't volume? you go? Yeah, there's Stand a little by. volumes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your thing. Come back, Camilla. Be safe. Yeah. Um, we'll keep going. I know Camilla knows <laughs> have, where we're going. We with have this. a control folks in the studio to turn off the volume. Like when we want to record something, you really don't get worry, the Camilla's going to be back. Here. There she goes. I saw her running in the mirror there. There we go. Yeah. She's back. Um, you know what? She's a marathon runner. She did that pretty quickly. We got, that was nice. All right. It was a small um, sprint. Yeah, that was good. All right. Um, so what's important about this, in my opinion, is, um, during this, around the summer solstice, we have the strongest heating going on longest daytime out or Longest day in terms of daylight hours around the summer solstice. So if we have the right situation play out where a big heat dome sets up like in 2021, we mm -hmm. can get extreme heat. So for us to say that there isn't a heat wave coming this time of year is good. It's actually a very good thing. If we can right. get a few weeks beyond the summer solstice and then perhaps a heat wave or something uh, related sets up, it shouldn't be as extreme as it would be right around June 21st. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah. Good stuff. More, um, this is more typical. This second half of June looks so much more normal. Some showers, some warm sunshine, some days in the sixties, some in the seventies, maybe a few in the eighties. That's about as typical as it should be in June. Um, and speaking of that, we're in the midst of uh, earliest sunrises and some of the latest sunsets uh, that will start to change again. Uh, June 22nd, that's when we start to kind of creep back a little bit toward the shorter days, but shorter days in terms of daylight hours, pet peeve of mine, Learned this from a previous news director. Don't call them shorter days. There's always 24 hours in a day, right? That's right. You don't, that's did you fair. guys talk about that last week? Maybe. I, I, I found myself catch. I was catching myself this last week or so trying not to say that. And yeah. then I said, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And then I said the wrong thing on air. 
But I noticed we'll our, it's right. interesting. Our sunsets don't start getting earlier and earlier until after July first. Yeah, yes. there's a little delay, which, which trips some people up because you th- it makes sense, right? Summer solstice, you figured it'd be right after that, but it lingers a little bit. Yeah, well, and it we depends for... on which part part of the hemisphere too. I saw a great graphic. There's that guy Brett. Do you follow him, Brett Barsh? Yeah, the climatologist up in Alaska. Yeah. Oh, is that what he is? Okay, and he has great graphics, and it showed what what date like the latest sunset <laughs> or the earliest sunset. Or I'm sorry, the latest sunset of the year is, and it's different as you go north and south. Don't ask me exactly why. It's either related to is it the light, the refraction, of the, the the sun, you know, as it's going through that. I don't know. There's a reason for that, and we should know. But I have to look it up. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Tomorrow morning's coffee. I don't know the answer to that one. So <laughs> on that on. note, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. So uh, a couple other notes, and this is kind of shifting over to national weather or international weather, if you will. We oh. still have big wildfires burning in Canada, and uh, this is bringing a lot of smoke into the central and eastern United States. I was checking out the visible satellite imagery and some of the air quality products or even smoke products this morning. And... Uh, I saw air quality alerts in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Did you have that on your bingo card for this year that the upper no. Midwest would have the worst air quality in mid June? Did not Camilla. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, but Johnny. So my husband, he's actually running a marathon in Duluth this weekend. So oh. he's what? Yeah. He's watching that smoke forecast closely, but it looks like, it should clear out a little bit more. It, plus, they get that flow off the lake, uh, so that should oh, help. Because Duluth be cleaner. is kind of right there, uh, right alongside the lake. So Wait, it, you're not going – oh, he's going by himself, no. right? You're not going? Yeah, he's already thinking, there. Because I don't plan to work this weekend, um, no, and I assume no. you're going to be here because one of us needs to be here. Glad I'll we cleared here. that up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. good. Well, and I think – Broadly speaking or generally speaking, there's going to be an ebb and flow to this smoke because until yeah. a map – actually, I think this yes. upper level low coming in, that's going to bring us the rain and lower snow levels. That will probably put um, some some good water on those fires up in western Canada. It looks um, pretty wet up there. Yeah. Yeah, which would be very helpful for some of the smoke, which a lot of that smoke is pouring in from western Canada. Um, so – but what I was going to say was until you see – Basically, wintertime, a lot of these fires up in central and eastern Canada will not go away, or at least the smoke right. won't go away. Um, so there's going to be an ebb and flow to the smoke. So let's let's just say you live in the northwest and you plan to travel up to the Great Lakes region or New England or New York um, during the summertime, mid to late summer. Um, that's something that you're going to have to keep in mind is you may have some smoky days up there and you may have to adjust your plans, your outdoor plans. and kind of think back to when we had our serious smoke back in 2020 and previous wildfire seasons. It's kind of a weird year, uh, a weird yeah. summer. Um, any hopefully thoughts that on rain? Yeah. Hopefully that rain, I was just looking at the Euro. Hopefully that rain with that upper level low one will cool them off. Things green up more as you get into, you know, deeper into June and July up there. And also um, just uh, a bunch of rain would be helpful. Cool them off. Yeah. 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 All right. And uh, kind of shifting focus over to the tropics. Um, we are in hurricane season. Remember, May 15th was the start of hurricane season in the eastern Pacific Ocean. So mm-hmm. our side of the Pacific down in the tropics. And hurricane season began June 1st in the Atlantic Basin. Uh, it's kind of been a quiet start to the hurricane season, although I have seen some serious heat across the... Have you seen some of these sea surface temperature maps for the Atlantic Ocean? Um unusually warm sea surface temperatures like 
a bit alarming. Um, yeah. Just considering that some of the temperatures are already in the 90s, low 90s, and you really only need sea surface temperatures to be at about 78 or greater for a hurricane to strengthen. Um, you need other wow. you you need other atmospheric conditions to come into play to be favorable for that, like weak upper level wind, for instance. But yeah, the water is really warm from the Gulf of Mexico eastward, and even the Northeast Atlantic um, is very warm for this time of year. But it's been a quiet start to hurricane season. We're now halfway through the month of June, and I wanted to bring up that there is a tropical wave that's forming off the coast of Africa. Very low chance of development, 20% chance over the next week. It is projected to work its way westward um, across the Atlantic. So, you know, it could be a week from now that it really starts to take shape. Um, but yeah, it's just something that we keep an eye on because, well, we get to cover it because our weather kind of calms down during the summertime. Um, right. But it could affect gas prices if a hurricane forms, let's say, off the Texas coastline or something. We've seen that happen. And um, so something to keep an eye on. Uh, and we've talked about, Mark, El Nino can and may play a role in slowing things down in the Atlantic this year. That's right. Where they, although it tends to be busier, Hawaii has a better chance for in El Nino years for tropical cyclones of any sort, whether it's depressions or tropical storms or hurricanes, more rare. But um, yeah, I, I, my sister lives there and they know like, oh, El Nino years, better chance for hurricanes there. And I think the, as in the Western, I'm sorry, the Eastern Pacific up against Mexico, they have a higher chance when the Atlantic has a lower chance usually. Yeah. And so it, we'll see how it, it goes. I'll, Right. A lot of it has to do with those upper level wind uh, winds. You just want weak upper level wind for a hurricane to form. And right. yep. El Nino tends to favor more of those upper level winds pushing into the Atlantic. So we're hoping it's a quiet season for all the folks that live along the Gulf Coast and the Eastern Seaboard and certainly anybody that has family and friends out there. Um, so we were we are definitely going to be tracking this weather system coming in closely um, because it's been a relatively quiet last couple of weeks here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, yeah. It'll be nice to get some rain. It'll lower the fire danger a little bit. And um, guys, do you have any plans for Father's Day? Mark, any plans? Well, looking at the forecast, I, I've got a, a relative in town, but uh, we'll we'll see. I'm thinking it's something indoors, possibly. But no, I don't, do you? Uh, well, anybody else have big plans for Father's Day? Actually, yeah, I do. Um, my brother is uh, throwing an engagement party this weekend and a big Ooh. one at that. In fact, oh. um Hopefully my parents aren't watching. I think this might be a surprise wedding, which is a trend these days. Um, so the plan what? is to be go to go down Never to Northern California. I know, okay. neither have I. So tell us, tell us. Yeah. So <laughs> they're having a 100 plus person engagement party this weekend. Have you ever what? heard of that? No. No. Yeah. So our hunch is there may be a surprise coming. Um, again, I don't think any of my immediate family will end up seeing this. Hopefully not. Wait, wait, wait. Um, like you, like you think, so it's being advertised as an engagement party, but you think a wedding might happen. Yeah. I was talking to Joe V this morning before Good Day Oregon. He was like, yep, I, my brother-in-law threw a surprise wedding. We thought it was an engagement party and we showed up and they were like, really? we're having a wedding right now. Yeah. So. Although wow. that's a way to get the stress out. It's like, just do it. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. So huh. we're heading down to Northern California. My, I haven't seen my dad in like a year. So I'm actually going to be with my dad on Father's Day, which is really nice. cool. That'll be fun. Um, and then Mark, we're flying out early next week for uh, the American Meteorological Society's yep. Broadcast Meteorologist Conference. Party time, in, folks. Imagine. In Phoenix, Arizona, where the forecast is about 105 to 110 <sighs> degrees while we'll be there. Have you seen that one, Mark? 
Oh, I sure have, but we'll be inside anyway. And it's a dry heat. Um, I was thinking that <laughs> folks just imagine like 120 people just like us sitting there chatting about their different weather patterns and how they're, they're all complaining how hard it is to forecast snow in their town. And then they talk about their, well, we don't because we have a good boss, but they'll talk about, I've heard some real nightmare stories. Actually, I've never had to share a nightmare story, which is great. Um, but yeah, you hear all the nightmare stories of different places and find out like, wow, this is a pretty good place to work. So. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I learned a ton at the last broadcast conference last summer in Milwaukee. And so a programming note, Mark and I will be recording our next podcast next week from <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona. It won't be in a fancy spot. We're going to be in our hotel rooms, folks, I think. <laughs> yeah, um, we think so. We have to be in a separate room, separate rooms, unless they give us a spot to do it. I, I could, I'll ask and see, but... Um, <laughs> Well, one um, of you might like be, be locked in the in the bathtub or something. I mean, How are you one of do us that? could be like in the exhibit hall in the corner, and but somebody may just stumble by and go, "Hey, dude, <laughs> did you get a drink?" We'll you know, Mark already records from a coat closet in KPTV Studios, That's true. so might as well just throw him in another closet, right? It's a recording booth. Yes, there's some blue umbrellas in the background, but it's a recording booth, folks. <laughs> He's okay, our well, makeshift Harry Potter. We're about out of time. You know what? I got a four o'clock sure. show here, Jeff. We got to wrap this up. Oh. And I have that orthodontist appointment I need to go to. So, folks, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us for another episode of the Fox 12 Weather Podcast. And uh, we'll be complaining next week about how hot it is in Phoenix while it's so nice in the Pacific Northwest. So, hey, thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye.